0: I actually want you guys to pull out your phones or if you have a notebook but I want you guys to pull out your phones and go up to the notes app because before we get started I want us to take some time to reflect on a question I'm gonna give you guys and when I post the question I will set a timer for like three minutes and you can sit in your seat um, or you can go sit somewhere else, you can move to the corner and just have a moment of reflection. Um, is everyone ready? Does everyone have their notes out, their pens and pencils if you're old school? Um, I don't know what it is for androids because androids are lame. Um, sorry, but it's true. Um, everyone ready? So I just, the question is, when you think about Easter, what comes to mind? That's the question that I want you guys to answer. Um, And I'm gonna set my timer for the next three minutes and I'd love if you guys would take some time to answer it. Any questions? Everyone feel good? Give me a thumbs up if you you know what's going on. It's just me and my thumb, okay. Great, so I want you guys to take the next three minutes and just write down what you think about when you think about Easter, great Mm -hmm.
1: forgiveness, blood, the cross, and bunny.
0: Yes. Please keep your hand raised if you'd like to share. Um, Jesus
2: rising from the dead. Hmm? (laughs) Jesus and eggs.
0: Guys, I want everyone to be listening when someone is sharing. Thank you.
2: Um, The events leading up to Jesus resurrecting. So, like, um, him being crucified, dying for our sins, God forgiving us for our sins. Mm
3: -hmm. Um, Christ has risen from the dead, and people celebrate his resurrection.
0: The power of the blood of Jesus. Anyone on, this, anyone on this side
4: have anything to share? I saw some hands up. Uh, when I think of Easter, I think about um, the history behind it. Like, why it was a holiday, and if it really was inspired by God, or if it's just like another, you know, big holiday. Bunnies, chocolate. <laughs> I think of bunnies, chocolate, Jesus, and Easter Thank you. I think of Jesus, food, chocolate,
0: Easter egg. Great great. Any, anyone else? Good. Okay. Thank you guys for sharing. Um, I just wanted us to take some time to figure out what we think about when we think about Easter, because Easter comes back around every year, and sometimes we can forget the importance. Or um, in the US, there's lots of stuff about eggs and bunnies and chocolate as you guys have mentioned and we forget the real story about how Jesus died and raised from and was raised from the grave so thank you guys for participating Um, so now we're gonna move into our reading for the message and it's pretty long so we're gonna split it up our first section is in John 19 So can everyone flip to their Bibles? John 19. We'll be reading from um, verse 28 to 36. J- regular, not regular John, but John, that's after Luke. Does anyone want to read for us John
3: 19, verse
0: 28 to 36? Ooh, okay. I will call on you guys next because we have some longer passages. I'll have you read first. What's your name? Nicole. Thank you. Yes.
3: Okay. Um, John 19, verse 28 to 36. After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the Scripture. Oh, nineteen or seventeen? Okay. Yeah. The scripture might be fulfilled. Safe, I thirst. Now there was. Oh, sorry. Okay. Now there was a set vessel full of vinegar, and they filled a the sponge with vinegar and put it upon hyssop and put it into his mouth. When Jesus therefore had received the vinegar, he said, "It is finished," and he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. The Jews therefore, because it was the preparation, that the body should not remain upon the cross on the Sabbath day, for that Sabbath day was a high day, besought Pilate that their legs might be broken and that they might be taken away. Then they came the soldiers and brake the legs of the first and of the other which was crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was dead already, they break not his legs. But one of the shul- soldiers with a spear pierced in his side and forthwith came there out blood and water. And he that they saw it there record, and his record is true. And he knoweth that he saith true, that ye might believe. For these things were done, that the scripture should be fulfilled. A bone of him should not be broken. Amen.
0: So I want you guys to like have that image in your mind. Um, And we will continue by reading John 20, one through 20. And can I get four people to read? And we'll split so you read five verses. First,
3: two.
0: Um, We'll be reading John 21 to 20. I have two volunteers, I need two more. Oh, you wanna read? Thank you. You also underneath. Thank you. Also, can you say your name when you read? So I want to be able to call you by name. Thank you. Yes. So everyone reads five verses.
1: John twenty one to five. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple the one Jesus loved and said, they have taken the Lord out of the tomb and we don't know where they have put him. So Peter and the other disciples started for the tomb. Both were running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked in at the strips of linen lying there, but did not go in.
2: Then Simon Peter came along behind him and went straight into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen lying there, as well as the cloth that had been wrapped around Jesus' head. The cloth was lying in its place, separate from the linen. Finally, the other disciples who had reached the tomb first also went inside. He saw and believed. They still did not understand from the scripture that Jesus has risen up from the dead. The disciples went back to where they were staying.
4: All right, um, but Mary stood without at the sepulchre, 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 weeping, and as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the <laughs> sepulchre and see if two angels in white sitting, the one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. And they say unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? She saith unto them, Because they have taken away my Lord.
2: said to her Mary she turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni which means teacher Jesus said do not hold on to me for I have not yet ascended to the father go instead to my brothers and tell them I am ascending to my father and your father to my God and your God Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news I have seen the Lord and she told them that he had said these things to her. On the, evening that, on the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leader, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord.
0: Thank you guys for reading. Um, I just realized now I forgot to pray. So before we continue, can we all close our eyes? Jesus, um, thank you for what you did on the cross, Lord. Um, Thank you that you love each and every one of us, Lord. Um, Even when we mess up, Lord, even when we trip, Lord, thank you for your forgiveness that is stable lord um god i pray that you use me lord to um spread your good news lord that you were crucified on the cross but you rose again lord um and that's amazing lord that's exciting lord um and that is the hope that we have access to every day lord um that may every person in this room know how deeply they are loved and cared for um how much you lord yeah just how much you love them lord um and then that is their peace lord in everything they do um in jesus name i pray amen thank you guys okay so just read the passage um and I feel like I was sharing a little bit about myself, um, and it's going to relate to the message. It feels like it doesn't, but it will. Um, but one thing about me that people say is that I can be dramatic. Um, and what I feel like I don't know what that means, but I've kind of made up my own definition of I have like an inadequate response to things when they happen, um, which means I, I scream a lot. Like, I will drop something on the floor, I scream, I will trip, I will scream. Um, It's to the point now where, like, no one, if I was in danger and I screamed, it would be nothing, because they're like, you scream all the time. Um, And I have lots of different reactions to things. Um, And you're like, why did I just share that? Like, that doesn't make sense. Um, But our big point for today is that the Easter story that we just read that you guys talked about requires a response. Um, I will say that again, the Easter story requires a response. And you might be thinking like, what does that mean? What type of response? Um, But we're gonna go back through the verses and see the responses that the disciples, um, the women that were close to Jesus had, To see that it is true that the Easter story requires a response. Okay. Great. Um, so we first read John nineteen twenty to thirty six. Oh, you're looking at me very perplexed. Oh, I'm sorry. It just, was just. Do you? Sorry. Do you guys want? Do you want me to say the point again? Is it? Oh no no. I understand. I'm just very in tune. Okay. The Easter story requires a response, okay. So we started in John 19, 28 to 36. Um, I just wanted to set um, some groundwork and take some time to really sit in the death of Jesus. Um, I don't know how often you guys think about the cross, but it was a humiliating and painful death. Um, What we read that Jesus said it is finished and he bowed his head and gave up his spirit Um, and he did this because he loves us and I wanted us to sit in that because it is exciting the resurrection and that he rose from the grave but we don't want to forget the cross and the pain um, that was associated with it so I just wanted us to start there and now we're gonna work back through John 20 and look at the different responses that the disciples and the women who were around Jesus when they found out That the grave was empty okay so first we're gonna go back through i'm gonna kind of reread the chapter again slowly and we're gonna look at different action points because again what what's our main point for today oh 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 that was weak sauce i can what's what's our main point for today no 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 y'all are young you're you're my you don't have short-term memory like you can what what's our the easter story requires a response let's let's okay the easter story requires a response let's say it all together the easter story requires a response okay i heard it was strong over here lots of women here i i don't gonna say anything about that um, I want to hear from you guys what's what's the the point that we're learning this uh, story requires a rec- B minus but you tried great okay so we're gonna go back through I'm gonna read the first three verses it says, early on in the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciples, the one Jesus loved and said, they have taken the Lord out of the tomb and we don't know where they have put him. So Peter and the other disciple started for the tomb. Well, I'm gonna read for to you. Both were running but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. So we have our first response. They hear that the tomb is empty and they start to run towards it. Um, and I'm like, when you're running, there's a sense of urgency. Like you need to see what is going on. You need to see like what has happened. Like can you imagine you're like, okay, this man was in, was in the tomb. She goes and looks, she's like, he's gone. And someone might have stolen him. Like, we have to see this. Like, I need to go look and see if they stole my man out of the grave. Like, that's where he's supposed to be. Why would they do that? What is going on? And this sense of urgency. And I think about what are the things that I run for? What are the things I'm eager to see, find answers to? And for them, it was to see where Jesus was. I want us to just, I'm like, I just want us to like sit in that for a moment, like really picture that, that running, that eagerness, to see if Jesus was still in the grave. Yeah. I'll continue. Okay, so again, they've been running and they decide to go straight to the source. They're like, I've heard that he might be gone, but I need to see it with my own eyes. Like, is Jesus' body still there? And they go in, the tomb is empty, all they see are these linens. But again, they have ran because they need to see where Jesus is. And after they've run, they need to enter into the space to make sure, to make sure, that Jesus is gone, that what someone has said is true. They have to seek it out for themselves. And then in verse eight, finally the other disciple who had reached the tomb first also went inside. He saw and believed. They, didn't, they still did not understand from the scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to where they were staying I want to read just the part of verse eight again, um, that he saw and believed. When, When you see that he saw and believed, what do you guys, what did he see and what did he believe? I know this is a message, but I kind of made it interactive because it's Easter. Like we should, we should know the story, you know? Can anyone answer that for me? In verse eight, where it says, he saw and believed. What did he see and what did he believe? Britt told us that he, he saw that Jesus was gone. So that was what he saw. And what did he believe? Does anyone know? That he was resurrected? Yeah. He saw that the body was gone and he believed that he was resurrected. I feel like that, that feels like a response. Does it not? That he saw that Jesus was gone and he remembered the teachings that he was, the teachings that he was teaching, that he would die and be resurrected three days later. Yeah. And we will continue. Um, in verse 11, it says, Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white, seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. And so, Mary is standing outside of the tomb, doesn't know what happened, and she's crying. Um, This is like slightly related. One, um, I was taking some Bible classes, and one of my friends shared from a pastor um, that she knew that whenever we thought about the cross, like it should, like make us cry. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. But like, again, that it requires a response. Like when we think about what the Lord has done, when Mary's thinking about that Jesus, her teacher, the one that she has walked with, the one that has healed her, the one who knows her is dead. And then now he's like stolen from the grave like that. Like I I would also weep. Like that would make me like distraught, because that is like she understood him as her teacher, as her Lord. Um, yeah, and we will continue, um, and verse 15, and he asked her, what, And why are you crying? Who is it you are looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him i will get him jesus said to her mary she turned towards him and cried out in aramaic rabboni which means teacher jesus said do not hold on to me for i have not yet ascended to the father go instead to my brothers and tell them i am i am ascending to my father and your father to my god and your god mary went to the disciples with the news i have seen the lord and she told them that he had said these things to her so mary realizes this gardener man is jesus um which is exciting that's very cool um and she's and he says do not hold on to me for i have not yet ascended to the father go instead tell my brothers and tell them i am ascending to my father and your father to my god and your god so he gives her a message and she goes and tells the disciples that is a response as well to go and tell that we can share the good news with our friends with our family um with our co-workers with our classmates that that is a response that Jesus has something for us that we get to share with people. And that's powerful guys. Like that, does that make you like you, that's a purposeful that you have a message to share about what God has done. And it's something that we should feel bold in because it has nothing to do with us. It has nothing to do about like what we're good at, what we're talented in, but what Jesus has done and as Mary goes to share that Jesus is alive and he's walking around with the disciples, that is a response for us as well, that we can go and share my good news. Okay. Is that excited? are you guys not excited? Does that excited so I can get you? Is it I just <laughs> on some weird energy? <laughs> okay, okay. We'll we'll keep going. We'll keep going. Um And then we continue on the evening of the first day of the week when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders. Jesus came and stood among them and said, peace be with you. After he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. So Jesus just. Out of nowhere, they're just like sitting there. They're scared. They're distraught. They're like, Jesus is not in the tomb anymore. Also, we're like Jewish leaders are out to get us um, because we follow Jesus's teachings. And it's like this is a very chaotic time. And Jesus just appears, and he shows them where he was pierced on the side, where we read in um, John 19, and the blood and the water came out, and the scars on his hands as he was nailed to the cross and when he when they saw, when the disciples saw him they weren't just like oh that's whatever they weren't just like casual they weren't just sitting there calm they were overjoyed and what does that what does that feel like to us that feels like a that's a, that's a, that was weird because I, I wanted a response, I a response. That, that was a little that was a little but yeah, that is also a response that they were overjoyed. So remember, for like, isn't that exciting? Like, Jesus is alive and they got to see him and know that he is alive. Like, that's exciting. So it makes perfect sense that they were overjoyed. Anyone, anyone feel like, like, that's like, Would you not also be like, you're in this room, you're scared, you're like, Jesus was telling me things that he was gonna be raised from the dead in three days, but now he's gone, and I don't like, we don't know what's gonna happen, we don't know how long we're gonna live, there are people out to get us, but they get to see and experience that Jesus is alive, and what he was saying was true, and that he is a reliable teacher and they were overjoyed. And that was a response. And so as we walk through this chapter, guys, we hear the Easter story all the time. Like, we like we see pictures of the cross. Like, how many of y'all have a cross necklace? Oh, oh, nice, nice. Real gold, real, like, maybe some. Okay, okay. Like, how many of y'all, um, have a picture of Jesus in your house. How do you have a, a picture of a white Jesus in your house? No, Jesus is not white. That's a, that's a, that's a conversation for another day. But, oh, that's that's a little that's a little interesting. How many people have like cross stickers on the back of their car? like have all of these images? Like we are surrounded by these images of the cross, images of Easter. But I think w- because we are surrounded by it all the time, we forget the importance. We forget that it requires a response out of us. And we, we get to decide that response. The story is there. What Jesus has done is done. And it's powerful and deserves all the praise and all the adoration. But we have a role to play in our response of running to encounter him, as the disciples ran to see if he was gone. Um, maybe you're weeping when you're thinking about like the weight of your sin, and maybe like maybe you're one of those people who doesn't cry. Maybe you're like my eyes are sweating. One of those people, um, but like having like having a heart that really feels the weight of our sin. Like that really understands that we have transgressed, that we have gone against the God who really loves us. That we should be overjoyed and excited um, and moments of praise when we realize who God is and that he rose from the dead that we should be that excited. We should be jumping up and down at any opportunity to tell people um, also when things feel really rough, like any like dark season, whether that's school, whether that's, whether that's like your mental health, maybe physically, maybe in your family financially, we should be overjoyed by what God has done. And that doesn't mean our circumstances don't matter, but like we have access to the cross, and it requires a response, and that we should tell people about it any chance that we can, and I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I'm not the best at this. Um, I some I often struggle to share that I often struggle to remember the cross because we just go about our day, um, and it just feels so normal. But this Easter story, it's powerful, guys. Like it's incredible. I feel like I'm giving you very intense like eye contact because I really want you guys to like understand like like this story well when it's not a story it's real so that's exciting um and that it requires a response out of us and this isn't about making the easter story about us because it's not about us it's about jesus and his power and in response like we we have to have an adequate response to it which is why that random story i was telling about how it was dramatic that if someone, like, yes, I drop something on the floor and I scream. That isn't, like, that is not a proper response for what has happened. It's a personality thing. I will work on that later. But that is not the proper response. We read the Easter story. We read that Jesus is rose from the dead. Our response can't be casual. We can't just be like, oh, yeah, whatever. Um, let me just let me just keep going, let me just keep moving along like everything's normal, like we have to have an adequate response for the magnitude of the story, you know, for the magnitude of what God has done. You know, I'm like, just want us to keep like, I just want to keep reading like we, like we, we need to have a response and we look through this You've looked through this story to see that at every point the disciples are responding to the Easter story, to what is happening, because they realize the magnitude. They realize how important it is. It's like you can't have an adequate response for something that you don't highly value, you know? Like if we don't have a high vision, of the easter story of the cross how can we have an adequate response for it you know yeah yeah yes okay. i now i, I want to hear i want to hear from you guys i know switching it up making it making it accidentally um, interactive. But we talked about what you guys thought of Easter in the beginning, you know, like where we were starting from, setting our foundation. Now I want us to look to the future and I want us to get very practical, like very, 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 very practical of what we can do this week to respond to the Easter story. You know, because I, I don't know if you guys have done, I'm always like, I will pray more. And I'm like, then at the weekend, and I haven't prayed more, but maybe it's something specific of for five minutes before school, I will pray um, about what God has done. I will sing a song of Thanksgiving um, this week, every single day of the week or twice a week, something very practical, but I want to hear from you guys. How will you respond to the Easter story this week? I will cold call. Or I will just come up to you, smile very awkwardly, and just put the microphone in your face if I need to.
4: Feel like, more grateful that, like, some there's someone out there that loves me that would like die for me and like raise again for me, so I'll be more grateful about that. We're grateful about that. So, like, what would you
0: do like tomorrow? What, what would that look
4: like for you? The time with God, read my Bible, yeah, morning in the morning, in the morning for yeah. Let me, let me put it like this um, tomorrow morning. I'm going to look at my Bible, wow. I'm going to open the page up to Matthew, and yeah. I'm going to read five pages. Five pages? Mm-hmm. What about uh, chapters? Chapters? No, five pages. Five pages. Uh, five pages. So I
3: would like you all, you all heard
0: that. Yeah. Wait, what's name? <laughs> My name's Jake. Jake? Jake. Uh, Jake. Yeah, Jake. 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 Kevin, 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 Kevin. 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 So, Okay. For the time that you're
4: going yes. to Yes. Yeah. That to yeah. That yeah. I,
0: want to, I want you to hold yourself accountable. Yeah. For the response. Totally. We're going to have to face your story. Totally. Yeah. 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 Great. Anyone else? Oh, I, I hope I didn't make you nervous. Oh, but we said we were going to be practical. Um, this
2: is more for like, I guess the future for everybody because Jesus will return again and when he does, we should like have like a response. We shouldn't have like a, you know, I don't really care response or like a telling that you don't really take serious because he will come again and they will come. So that's something that we all should like keep in mind.
0: So how are you going to do that Oh. Anyone else? Oh, do you have, you want, you want, you want to share some? Oh. Oh yes, We I will. I will
2: I'm going to pray in the morning when I wake up and pray in the night time. Yeah, before I go to sleep.
4: Yeah.
0: Did you guys hear what Erin said? She's going to pray in the morning and pray in the night. Erin, do you have a phone? You should put an alarm. Yeah, yeah, for morning and night when you want to pray. Because that's your response to the Easter story. Anyone else? Steven, I would love, I would love to hear from, hear from you. Yeah? Thank you. I I said I would call if I needed to.
4: Okay,
0: we're gonna, hey guys, we're gonna hear from Steven, what his response is.
2: I mean, my response isn't necessarily to the story, because something I've already, you know, trying to work on beforehand. But it's more so to uh, just to share the gospel of school, like the people I talk to first and then just anybody else that I see in the hallway. Okay,
0: Um, one more person, one more lady person.
1: You, anyone want
0: to raise their hand? Should I just awkwardly come up to you and smile and make you nervous? What will be our response to the Easter story this week? And very, like, very practical, like, what we will actually do? Not... Um, I'm gonna
1: try to sin less, and when I do sin, pray to, like, ask for forgiveness, because he didn't die on the cross for no reason. He died so that our sins could be forgiven. So when I do sin, I'll ask for forgiveness because that's the whole point of why he did what he did. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So is
0: throughout the day, maybe is there a time like at night you want to? Yeah. Do you? I feel like you should. You should set an alarm for that. Oh. But yeah, I feel like you should set an alarm for that, like a time for praying for repentance. That can be your response. Oh, more. Um,
3: reading a Bible verse, like in the morning, and then throughout your day, try reflecting through it, and like do that every day
0: of the week. Did you guys hear about reading a Bible verse every day? And what's really great is the Bible Hub has the verses of the days, and you can set a reminder for it. So you can set a reminder um, for a time that you'll actually read it. Don't do a 6 a.m. reminder if you don't wake up at 6 a.m. You should do one like at 8.30. I don't, what time does school start? I don't know. Um, You should do one for a time that you'll actually be awake and can read it. Maybe that means doing it during lunchtime or doing it at night, yes. Thank you guys for participating. I want everyone, um, this is homework, sorry, um, to like after service, maybe later tonight, to think about how you will respond to the Easter story this week. And again, make it very practical, something that you will be able to do. And that doesn't mean like make it high pressure, like if you miss a day, things get busy, like there's grace. But something small that you can do—taking five minutes to pray, having prayer repentance at night, um, wow. setting an alarm to wake up and read—like Kevin will. Matthew, oh, oh, are you, are we on, are you on the same page? Are we great. I won't quiz you next week, or or maybe I will, or maybe. No, no, no! I won't. Two weeks. Um, so yeah, that we want to have a response to Easter story. Okay. Hey. So but as we close, I just want I want have all of us to say what our big point was for today. Want it to be in our minds. Like if I someone asks you what you learned, can we can we say what was our big um, what was our main point for today? Don't, don't do this weak sauce energy, please, please, please. What what is our main point, our main point for today? Okay, this was strong, this was weak. Um, what was our main point for today? Y'all, y'all be whispering, I know, no, no, no. I, I need to hear some, some bass. Wait, one more time, one more time from the side?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: The what? The Wait, wh- he just outdid all of y'all. How does- mm-hmm. <laughs> come on, come on. Come on. Okay. Okay, one, one, one time for the one time. I might, I might do it again. All together? Oh, 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 oh. The Easter story requires a response. Together? The Easter story requires a response. Yes. Thank you, guys. Yes, thank you, guys. Um, I saw someone's hand raised. Was there a question? Oh, Oh, okay. Thank you, guys. Um, So I'd like to pray to close this out. Or actually, can I have three people pray for us to close this out of our message? This is a lot of participation. Huh? I didn't hear that. Was that a, I want to pray to close us out? Three people? Oh, thank you. Okay.
2: Can we please bow our heads in prayer? Um, oh, Lord. I thank you for bringing everybody here today. Um everybody here made it safely, no accidents, um, no casualties. I pray that you uh what we learned today, you let it stick in everybody's head. You know, uh, I want everyone to go out this week, uh, remembering what we learned. I want them to apply it to their everyday lives. Um, I pray that um when we think back on this Sunday, this Easter Sunday, twenty twenty two, uh we'll think about this lesson and how uh how interesting this lesson was um lord i pray that uh the goals that we set for ourselves. i pray that even if you didn't speak you know you'll go make those goals for yourself as well you know we'll just try and get closer to you try and learn your word more um i pray that that saying that quote that uh, fred or fritz just said i pray that you know we'll remember that as well um, lord i just want to thank you for everybody and the lesson amen
1: Oh, thank you.
0: Thank you.
2: Oh.